Jordan Love is a system quarterback, at least according to Kyle Shanahan and Nick Bosa. But do they really mean it as a criticism? Plus, our pal Lily Zhao on if Jordan Love is the best quarterback in the league right now, or at least playing like it. All of that as we get ready for the divisional round. Packers 49ers. Let's do it. You are locked on Packers. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat over 50 infections. Get yours today. JaceMedical.com and use the code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. That's J-A-S-E Medical.com. Nick Bosa and Kyle Shanahan each had some interesting things to say about Jordan Love this week as they get ready to welcome the Packers to Santa Clara for the divisional round of the playoffs. And Kyle Shanahan talked about Jordan Love playing in the system. And Nick Bosa, he said this of Jordan Love, that Love is a quarterback who does exactly what he's coached to do. Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Famer. And unbelievable, but he kind of went outside of the realm of coaching. And sometimes it's good when you have guys, have a guy who does what he's coached to do. Now, the cynic might say, or the Aaron Rodgers caper might say, that the reason Nick Bosa believes this and the reason Kyle Shanahan believes this is because they're Shanahan pilled. That this team is predicated on the quarterback running the system to perfection. And as long as you run the system, you're going to be totally fine. Jimmy Garoppolo was an EPA maven in this system because Kyle Shanahan is the scheme god. Brock Purdy was like on pace to set records for productivity this year because Kyle Shanahan is the scheme god. If you just do what the offense lets you do, what the offense tells you to do, You can be really, really productive when you have players this good. Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel and Juwan Jennings on third down was just like an absolute killer in clutch situations and in the red zone. Yeah, just do what the offense tells you to do. Now, Jordan Love, we know can do more than that. We know he's been given more to do with the line of scrimmage. You can see the evolution and the plays outside of structure when it's second third reads, and having to create with pressure in your face when things aren't perfect, can you make the play caller right? The Jaden Reed play against Chicago. He's not even in the progression. It's just love making a play. Or the Tucker Craft throw that he makes on the run, rolling to his left. It is a concept that every team in the league runs. 
But rolling to your left in tight coverage, how many quarterbacks are trying to fit that ball in versus just either taking off and running or hitting that check down? The check down was covered. That little slide was covered. So Love's got to make a play, and he fits the ball in perfectly. That's the scheme, but it's not like he's schemed wide open. You still have to go, and now you make your progression, and you find someone open. Now, the Rodgers part of this, and I don't I don't want to make this Aaron Rodgers versus Jordan Love, but we talked yesterday about the differences between this version of the Packers and the version of the 49ers that was so tough for this Packers team to overcome. And you hear what Nick Bosa is saying, and I need you to understand, number one, no reason to blow smoke up Jordan Love's butt. There's just none. Like, we don't have any evidence that says if you piss Jordan Love off, he's going to go nuclear on you. Like everyone says the right things about Aaron Rodgers because they know when you tug on Superman's cape, what happens? There's like Jordan Love has been playing really good football. I've made the case he's been the best quarterback in the league since Thanksgiving, but I don't think he has the kind of respect around the league for you to just like make stuff up. When Nick Bosa says this, you have to listen because... In 2021, they clamped this offense when Aaron Rodgers was the league MVP. And so him saying, yes, Aaron Rodgers was the MVP, but he freelanced and wanted to do his other things. What you're saying is, and what we are hearing is, the 49ers knew that Aaron Rodgers wanted to do what Aaron Rodgers wanted to do and not what the system calls for. It's why this team looks so different this year. You can say it's better or worse if you want aesthetically, but by the numbers, at least compared to last year, it's objectively much better. Now it's not where it was in 2020 and 2021, but the reason those teams were so good is Aaron Rodgers played at an extremely high level and Devontae Adams, those two guys could be right more often than not especially in the regular season. But when you got into the playoffs and you have a 49ers team that could rush you with four, could stop the run, and that was the thing in 2019. They could play single high coverage, shade toward Devontae Adams' side. They knew nothing else on the other side could beat them. And they could bring that safety down and stop the run game that Aaron Rodgers could not take advantage because it's so Devontae Adams dependent. In 2021, they played it a little differently. They clouded to Devontae's side. You've got your help. And it it put this team in a bind. Mercedes Lewis fumbles. And they felt shook. They felt different after that. And that's not scheme. That's not, you know, anyone doing anything outside of structure. It's just a, a part of the pressure of these postseason moments. And so we don't know how Jordan Love or the rest of this team is going to react to those kind of moments. They haven't faced true adversity in a playoff game yet, but they've been playing a playoff game basically since, what, week 14, week 15, understanding they've got to win all these games just to get into the dance. So when you are an offense, even a really good offense with really good players, and you won't, for example, attack the middle of the field as the, as Aaron Rodgers was loath to do late in his career. 
It just makes it easier to defend. And we've talked about it on the show. Everydayers are going to remember these things. We've talked about this unwillingness in that 2021 playoff game to take checkdowns, for example, to Josiah DeGuara. Rodgers famously is forcing the ball to Devontae Adams with Al Nazard wide open in the middle of the field. And if my memory serves me correctly, I'm not, I'm not positive on this, but if my memory serves, that was a concept where you had Lazard running the dig and you had Devontae running the post and Rodgers predetermines he's going to run the post. Well, guess what? On the same concept this year, Jordan Love has thrown that dig like I was going to say 100 times. It's not 100, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's 50. Like they run these these dagger and, and Mills variations, Portland, all these things where basically you're trying to attack the safety and open up a dig, a middle of the field throw with that post, whether it's to the same side, whether it's to the opposite side, it's it's an influence post to open up an inbreaker. Jordan Love is killing teams doing that, especially off play action. When you just don't have a whole part of the field that you want to throw to, it just makes it easier for you to defend. When you are so reliant on one player, it's like heliocentric basketball offense. If you don't have it one day, if the three's not falling, James Harden, it becomes really hard to play that way. And so I think when someone like Nick Bosa says this, he's saying it out of deference to the system and understanding, you know, it's not a, it's not a drag on Rodgers or even saying, oh no, Jordan Love is definitely going to be a better quarterback in the postseason than Aaron Rodgers because of the system. But there is a deference to the system and an understanding that like, hey, this works and it makes it harder to defend. He's saying it would be harder to defend. And what makes Jordan Love so hard to defend and what made Aaron Rodgers so hard to defend in 2020 more than in 2021 is because he can not only do all the things that the system calls for, but also when he has to get to second and third reads or when he has to make a play outside of structure or the pressure comes and he's got to make some absurd off-platform throw. That's not the system, really. That's just Jordan Love, the playmaker. And it's it reminds me of something our pal Ben Fennell says all the time, that Aaron Rodgers' highlights are from the pocket. Jordan, All of Jordan Love's best plays this year, with the exception of that throw to Jaden Reed in the Tampa game, are from the pocket. They're from the pocket. And some of them are on time and on schedule, and some of them are him making ridiculous throws off platform, are fitting balls around, like... The Romeo Dobbs touchdown. It's part of the concept for him to roll out. But then he comes backside to make a play that that is just like, that's not Matt LaFleur's scheme god. Although Matt LaFleur was in his bag against the Cowboys, he ate up the Cowboys. That wasn't scheme. So when you have a player who is willing to take what the offense will give you, the layups, Give yourself over to the offense, which is what happened in 2020. It's why Aaron Rodgers played so well. That was the that was the most LaFleur we saw, the Rodgers version of the offense. This is an even more LaFleurian version of the offense. It's been awesome the second half of the season when everyone gets on track 
and these young receivers know what to do. And Jordan Love has a full mastery of, of all the moving pieces. Matt LaFleur has given him the full faith and confidence to make all the checks at the line and all the calls and all the cans. There's a reason this is the most dangerous version of this offense because Jordan Love can be a playmaker, but he's also comfortable doing all of the easy things, pressing the easy buttons that this offense gives him. All right, we're going to talk to our pal Lily Zhao about this matchup as we get set for Packers 49ers, the divisional round in just a second here on Locked on Packers. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at BetterHelp. Sometimes we all need the opportunity to get something off our chest. Big or small, certain things can really start to get to you. It's important to let it out, especially to someone who's unbiased in your life. So today I want to say how I really feel about something. You might even be thinking about the same thing this week. Jordan Love is playing like the best quarterback in the league right now. And if the Packers beat the 49ers on Sunday... Provided it looks a certain kind of way. I'll be okay if Joe Barry is the defensive coordinator in 2024 and beyond. Therapy can be different for everyone. Most of us have bigger problems than our favorite sports teams. And it's important to get things off your chest every once in a while. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, Dot com slash locked on. And today's episode also brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks, the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. The easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just pick two to six players, their stat projections, which Prize Picks sets. They do it for you. You just decide if you think the player's going to produce more or less than the stat projection. Right now, we got the postseason. In the NFL, we got basketball. You can put Giannis points with Jordan Love passing yards. And you got the start of a lineup. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players and stat types make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. This is not to be missed this time of year. It it adds a level of intensity to the postseason, I'm telling you. Go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL and use code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash LockedOn and use code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePicks, daily fantasy sports made easy. And thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. I think the truth is the Green Bay Packers wanted Lily Zhao back on Locked On Packers for another game to talk about. And that is exactly what we are going to get Lily Zhao from Fox 6 in Milwaukee after a Packers beatdown in Dallas. They brought the Wisconsin weather with them too. Uh, snow after the Packers left on Sunday afternoon. Lily, how are you doing? Uh, Peter, doing well. I mean, that was 
I don't think any result that I would have ever pictured, but we'll talk about that in a second. But, you know, I'm doing well. It's, I will say this though, the Packers brought the, the cold to Dallas, but the coldest state in Wisconsin, we're like in negative degrees right now. And I'm, I've, I've had enough, but other than that, I'm staying warm and doing well. Is that how you doing? I'm good. Uh, I'm a, I'm so a little shook to find out that you are actually still the kind of person that has iced coffee, even when it's minus 10 degrees with a feels like of like minus 24 <laughs> or whatever. Like I, I, I don't understand that, but I also don't understand the people that drink hot coffee in the summer. I am the kind of person I like to switch up with the seasons. That's just kind of, that's how I feel about it. Um, iced coffee is just delicious, Peter. I listen, I totally agree. Love iced coffee. Uh, I love yeah. all, all forms of coffee. I accept we are, we are a coffee positive <laughs> podcast here for absolute sure. <laughs> Um, speaking of positive, the vibes right now, Green Bay are about as immaculate as, as you could get. Uh, you mentioned that you did not uh, in, in any set of circumstances think that this was a reasonable possible outcome for you. What is, what is the biggest reason that they've been able to get to this point that they are capable of a performance like we saw on Sunday? I think it comes down to two things. I think, well, I should say three confidence or belief. Hmm. Two things, I guess. Confidence, belief, and execution. I mean, again, we talked about you can have the perfect play call, you can have the perfect scheme, but if the guys on the field are executing it to a high level, it doesn't matter, right? They're doing that at a high level. I mean, we were talking about it for a stretch where this Packers team was being so penalized. I mean, it was flag after flag oh on offense, goodness. and they played a very clean game on Sunday. And then you talk about the confidence portion of it. I mean, the Packers call tails. It's tails and they get the ball and they drive down the field, score a touchdown. They take command. They wanted to, to really knock the socks off of the Cowboys and just say, we're not just happy to be in the playoffs. We're going to win a game. So I love their confidence. And again, this is a young team that's never done this before. So again, they don't know what they don't know. So they came in with confidence and they executed. And that's why they were playing some beautiful football. Yeah, this this version of Matt LaFleur seems like the one that is is most true to who he wants to be. He's he's young, he's full of energy and I think he deserves a lot of credit for modulating his style for a veteran team 2019, 2020, 2021. He still found a way to keep those guys focused and all of those things, but this this just seems like the version of of Matt LaFleur that he wants to be. How much do you think that that belief, that confidence and and just like the, the way that he has managed this season has led them to this moment. I think it's been huge. I think you hit the nail on the head there. I mean, he has really taken ownership of being able to adapt to his players. You mentioned it was a veteran, you know, roster last year with Rodgers and, uh, and now it's literally everybody's like 25 years or younger, right? Yeah. On this roster. Like five <laughs> guys can rent a car on this team. Yeah. I, Right, exactly. Um, so I think he's really taken ownership. And and I just think he's still a young coach in the NFL, right? And I yeah. think just that just helps these guys relate. And I think they all love him. They've, they've bought into the system. Um, I love watching those post-game locker room powwows. And, you know, mm -hmm. he's fired up yeah. after every single one. You know, Musgrave staying on his feet. I love that. <laughs> and everyone's cheering. It, like, reminded me of, like, a minion scene where they're like, what? Yeah. Um, but I just think it's just, you know, he's bringing youth and energy and, and good vibes. And the team's really feeding off that. And that helps when you do have a younger team that, you know, you kind of want to put your identity on a young squad because that's how they kind of develop and, and they're going to mold themselves into what you want. And you're right. We're seeing kind of Matt LaFleur's vision come to life this year. Yeah. This was something that we talked about yesterday on the show, this idea of, of wanting to start fast and I, I, like saying we want the ball 
you know, it's a little bit of the old Matt Hasselbeck, right? We want the ball and we're going to score. But that's it does seem like something changed when they started asking for the ball. And this offense has taken off ever since then. It just, it seems hard for me to believe that's a coincidence when you look at teams around the league. And and I, I talk about this with defense all the time, Lily, like the idea of being an attacking defense. The, the defense is that they play aggressive even when they're, protecting against the big plays, those kinds of things. And we'll talk about, we'll talk about Joe Barry later. Don't worry. Um, it just seems like there's been an attitude adjustment on this team. And I don't know, like this, isn't this the best possible thing that they could be getting right now? This, this, uh, uh, seal of approval on every, everything that they've done to this point in the season. Like, how do you get a better stamp on what, on the process here than what we got so far? Right. I, I think this win on Sunday is so validating for what they've been yes. able to do when they Perfect can word. do. Yes. And and I, I always kind of point back to that Lions game because uh, Jordan Love wanted that shot play to Christian Watson. Yes. And they go down and hit it and they go and punch Detroit in the mouth. And that reminded me of this Dallas game because that's exactly what they did. I think they're going to do the same thing against the Niners um, if, if they want a shot to win. But you're right. I just think with how they're playing right now, it validates everything that they're doing. And you're seeing a really confident group because, again, I, I just feel like every time the offense steps on the field, no matter if they're off, you know, they, they didn't play for a good chunk of time, right, when Dallas was double dipping at a half. And they still came out like a well-oiled machine. I mean, this is a team that's firing on all cylinders. I believe that they're going to go score every time that they're on offense. And that just helps this defense say we can, you know, try and play by protecting a 14 point lead. And that's kind of where they thrive. Yeah, you were, I, I have to give you credit. You were early on the, I think this team can score every time they touch the ball kind of like attitude of your belief in them. Um, it, it's, it's so funny. I was thinking about this the other day and I was thinking about a little bit this watching because Romeo Dobbs has the hundred yard game. You had Bo Melton with his hundred yard game, Jaden Reed with his hundred yard game. And in October, we're sitting here going, oh, who's going to make a play for this team? And now it's who's going to make a play for this team? Like it's it's a to, it's the same question, but framed totally differently because it can be anyone on a given play, and that is just it. Just seems like everyone, fans, team, is having so much fun watching this young team, just like not know what they don't know out there. Like to just go and, and throw some haymakers, like Matt Lafleur said, make it grimy, Lily. <laughs> make it grimy. They, they made it really grimy, right? But you're right. I mean, I, I think that's just kind of the benefit of, A, having a young team and a selfless team yeah. and receiving core, but also just not having an, a true traditional number one receiver. Of mm. course, they would love to have one, but I think if you don't, the next best option is for everybody else to play like they can be a top receiver. So, you know, I think Matt LaFleur really kind of summed it up well was he said after the game, Christian Watson and Jaden Reed were cheering like they had 100 yard games and they were combined for for what, like two catches or mm -hmm. one catch because Jaden didn't have one. So you would think that they were having a monster game, but they were cheering on their fellow receivers. And that's what I love about this young group is that they really truly don't care. They're like, we're going to go out. Whoever has the day is going to have the day, but we just want to win. All right, back with more with Lily Zhao in just a second here on Locked on Packers. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but let's just talk about being prepared for a second. Packers are going to have to be very prepared as they take on the number one seed in the NFC, maybe the best team in the NFL. Right now, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the season when everyone gets sick. That's scary. 
I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if my wife or one of my kids needed life-saving medication and supply chain issues made it hard to get. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, and others. This stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and the medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been easier and more important to be prepared than it is today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your first order. And thanks to everyone who makes Locked On Packers their first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. I I didn't put it on the rundown, but I have to ask you about this because I saw you tweet about it. There was that great clip from NFL Films from the Cowboys game of Jaden Reed going up to Aaron Jones and basically saying, I play hard because of you. And it, it was one of those special moments, Aaron Jones. I, I can't, it's hard to remember a player that had a higher approval rating among fans and media than Aaron Jones. Uh, this is, a, I'm going to ask this in a cliche way because I just feel like it's, it's worth it for the player. What does, what do you think he means to this team right now? I think everything. Uh, I think it's such a good indication when you're a head coach and your quarterback are asked to talk about Aaron Jones. And yeah, they talked about his play for a little bit because we all know he's good. But the majority of what they say about Aaron Jones is the character, the leadership, and the person he is. I think that's a really big just indication of, of what Aaron Jones means to this locker room. You know, we talk about him carrying the G. He's like the epitome of that. If there's a dictionary, there's Aaron Jones' face, right? Yep. Um, just I, I think when, when you have that effect as a veteran, when you have a rookie coming up to you and saying, listen, I'll, I want to block for you. That's such a big just sign of approval, like you said, that he means everything to this team, whether he's playing or not. Unfortunately, he's playing and playing his best football when it counts. And you see guys like that kind of gravitating towards that leadership and and that love and and just that style of play. And I love what it, I love what Jaden said. That was that was phenomenal. It was a really cool moment, and I think it's a good reminder. You know, he signed that contract, and there were a lot, a lot of people going, "Oh, he's he's never going to see year three of that deal or whatever." Like, and they extend, they restructured it. He took less money. They reworked it. I expect them to rework it again. It, it, I find it hard to believe that he will not be a Green Bay Packer essentially for as long as he wants to be a Green Bay Packer. He just, he just means so much to this team, and I, I he, I, I don't know how you say enough about about what he gives on the field. Um, and he's he's playing different. He's acting different. He's leading different. It's just been such a cool evolution for him. Um, uh, from from a cliche question to a totally unfair question, <laughs> Jordan Love. Is he is he playing like the best quarterback in the league right now? I would say certainly. Is he the top quarterback? I mean, you have Lamar, right? Uh, right. I, I didn't say is he the, the best. Is he the right, best? Right, right. No, but he's playing. But like, is he playing like the best quarterback in the league? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I mean, again, you can stack him up with the best of the best this year, and Jordan Love's name should be right there. What he's been able to do, again, in his first year with literally first and second year receivers and tight it's ends, wild. yeah, 
the development that we've seen, the fact that Matt LaFleur trusts him at the line of scrimmage to maybe even make an audible, to make a change, really says a lot about how much Jordan Love has grown. Um, you know, we, we kind of talked about, or we've seen the, the clips on online, I'm sure, of um, uh, that touchdown to Wicks and how he's able to yes. adjust the protection. He sees what the defense is, is going to bring, right? That is such a good example of how much he's grown because – Week one to now, I don't think week one Jordan Love is making those adjustments. He's just kind of going with with whatever's called. Um, so I think that coupled with everybody executing at a high level and him, of course, just throwing off his back foot, looking like Favre and Rodgers and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, you're right, Peter. He's really playing like the best quarterback right now. If you look at all the numbers and and like this is not just this is not just people talking on a Packers show about a Packers quarterback. Look at the numbers, especially since week nine. He has been over the last, since Thanksgiving, he's been the best quarterback in the league. I said it on the show yesterday. I'll say it again. The tape backs it up. He has been unbelievable. And the Packers have a chance in every single game that they play. Maybe they play one, maybe they play three the rest of the way. They have a chance in all of them because of number 10. And, and that is a familiar situation for Packers fans to be in. It is also a very cool situation. Can you remember a player? I was trying to think of this. A player that you saw develop in the season to this degree. I, I, I don't know if there's a precedent for a quarterback doing it, but like, I can't think of any player, certainly on the Packers that we saw, like go from what we saw in October to, to now. I can't think of one. Um, and again, he's doing it with literally the youngest team in the NFL. I, I feel like maybe yeah. if, if he was around veteran players, it might've come quicker. Um, mm -hmm. But the fact that everyone is so young and they're developing this quickly, I really can't think of anybody that's shown this much improvement. And we had John Kuhn on our one of our post game shows, and he just said like you just these guys just need game reps, and and obviously the first ten games of the year were kind of up and down. They're getting their footing going, but just the last couple months or last two months, I would say they've really found their footing. But you're right, I, I can't think of any player really that's had this transcendent of an evolution in one calendar football season. It's, it's it, impressive. We remember Mark Murphy saying, yeah, they, about Halloween, we'll probably know. And Brian Gutekinds, you know, the, the, these like, oh, 10 games maybe. Well, luckily they don't stop playing after 10 because it was week nine where everything changed and he has been unbelievable lately. Um, and they're going to need him to be unbelievable to beat this 49ers team because the Packers have had a lot of problems beating this 49ers team. There is, I think, a perception that Kyle Shanahan kind of owns Matt LaFleur a little bit, although they did get that win a couple years ago in San Francisco in 2021 in the regular season, and they lost in the playoffs. So do you think that enough of this team remains intact from those teams that there is emotional damage, or is this one of those situations where like the youth of this team, you just go, well, they don't care. Like Romeo Dobbs doesn't remember that stuff. He wasn't even a Packer when that was happening. So what does he care is there is there some benefit maybe here to this team being so young that they don't have the same sort of scar tissue here? I think it's huge because, like you mentioned, there were maybe just a handful of guys that experienced that last Niners loss. Everyone else is new. Everyone who's really playing their tail off this year is new to this team, and they don't know what they don't know. And what they don't know is is losing to the 49ers. Yeah. Um, because, again, it's, it's just – Right. Uh, I mean, you know, the Cowboys were, I mean, the Packers were like the Cowboys playoff kryptonite. The same has been said for the Packers and the Niners, and they still <laughs> yeah. are. Um, and, and I think we're hoping to kind of change the narrative this week with the Packers and Niners, but Jordan Lawson had to play probably his best game of the season. I know a lot of people were saying this Cowboys game was like the Packers Super Bowl. 
I think this needs to be their Super Bowl times two because if there's if there's one team in the NFC that can knock the Packers off, I think the Packers have a good chance against the Bucks and the and the Lions. It's the Niners. I mean, it's yeah. it's can the defense do what they did against Dak against Brock Purdy? Whether it rains or not, whether the elements affect them or not, they're going to play their best ball because this offense is really, really good. And Nick Bosa and company are going to want to get after Jordan Love. So they they need to play like a Super Bowl times two if they want to beat the Niners. But I think they still have a shot, Peter. I, I think they have a shot because, as I said, Jordan Love. And it's going to be hard for Jordan Love to play a better game than he played last week um, by some of the advanced metrics. It's the best playoff game ever. Um, and so, like, that's, that's going to be pretty hard to top. But maybe you know, qualitatively, he could play a little bit better. Um, maybe he'll get a perfect pass rating this time. Um, <laughs> and, and so, you know, there's always, there's always, it's like, it's an A minus. No, nah, it could have been an A. So been an A plus. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Could have been a hundred percent. So this is going to be a, a, an impossibly fun weekend, week, all that stuff. And we're going to do this at least one more time. Maybe, maybe a couple more. We'll see. We'll see. Lily, talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thanks, Peter. All right. Thanks to Lily for joining the show. Always great to talk with her. Back tomorrow, crossover Thursday. Everything you need to get ready for the divisional round on Saturday night. And then an interview on Friday that I don't want to say too much about, but I am really, really excited about it. I I, I know you will be too when we get to do it. Um, but like I said, I can't say too much at this very moment. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live, like we will be Saturday night and we in the spot, don't believe me, just watch a very timely reference from 2017 or I guess whenever whenever that was. Uh, go, go subscribe to us on our YouTube page so you can stay Locked on Packers.